Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello and welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli. I'm here with my buddy... Amit, hey, what's up, Chris? We did it. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening, we have finally, after doing this about 30 times, figured out how to point in the right direction because all the cameras are reversed, so it's a little confusing. (laughs) But we're very proud of ourselves. We're very proud of ourselves. How's it going? How have you been? (laughs) Oh, man, it has been freezing here. We had snow this last weekend. And it's gone though already because we're in up. I'm up in more northern Arizona, but it is still Arizona, so it doesn't stick around for a long time. You're so close to the canyon, right? Oh yes, yeah. We're about just a few hours away. It would so take a few hours. Is Yorkton considered like tourist town? Oh yes, very much. This is the this is the Christmas capital of Arizona, so we get a lot of tourists, especially this time of year. All right, mate, but I'm sure because of Grand Canyon throughout the year. Oh, yes, throughout the year, too. Yes, yeah. We have a big tourist downtown, that sort of thing. You always hear like these Floridians who never go to Disney because it's in their backyard. Is it true <laughs> with you and the canyon? Absolutely. Guys... We, I visited the canyon multiple times before moving to Arizona. And once I moved to Arizona, I have never been there since. <laughs> and that's just what happens. You live, even this town that we live in is this Christmas capital. Before we moved here, we went to all these little town events because it was so quaint and so much fun. And then you move here and you take it for granted, I think. And we haven't yeah, been to like, that stuff since. You're like, ah, yeah. it's there. Yeah, that's right. It's 2024, Chris. And today we are talking for our listeners. They will do this every year, right? We begin mm-hmm. the year. And I feel like each year the list is getting shorter, which is awesome. Off. Our tech stack, which includes our hardware and our software. So in today's episode, we're going to go through your tech stack for 2024. Then we're going to do mine in a follow-on episode. So Chris, kick us off with what are you doing for hardware in 2024? Yeah, so this is interesting because it does. The list gets shorter every year. I think it's easier than ever. So uh, let me bring you through in terms of the order I do things and what I use as I do it. So first of all, to create my presentations, I use two apps. One is Keynote, which is like PowerPoint, only it's for Apple. And the other is Canva, which I could use exclusively. I wouldn't need to use Keynote. I could use use Canva exclusively, but I haven't figured out how to do all the bells and whistles with presentations on Canva, so I still default back to Keynote. But that's what I use for the presentations themselves to create them, just that one or two apps. And then for recording, that's where we get into the hardware. I use Ecamm Live as the app, which is what we're using right now to record this podcast also. Right. And then I use a trio of equipment. So for my microphone, I use the HyperX Quad, Quadcast X. Let me say which that again. Those of you watching can see it on our screen. Here. It's the nice, pretty microphone that's all, all colorful. It's got the cool stuff. colors going, like my background. Yeah, you're yeah the, the LEDs in it change as it goes. It's yes. a HyperX Quadcast S. I used to use a Blue Yeti mic, which is what so many people use, and I still recommend it. But this is about the same price, and I like the colors. Is it $129? Uh, something like that. I think I got it for $90 when it was on sale. These microphones swing about $40, depending on what time of year it is. And so I want to say I spent under $100 for this. But I also uh, like it because it's, it's, it's on it's, Amazon for a hundred bucks. 
So it's a little lighter and smaller than the Blue Yeti, and I put mine on a stand that folds in so I can swing it around. And because it's lighter and it doesn't fall as easy as the Yeti would. So that's part of the reason I got the smaller one. It also comes with a nice uh, pop filter and a some kind of thing that keeps it from receiving vibrations and just keeps it running well. And so all those things together made me go, I think I want that one instead of the Blue Yeti. Does yours have a mute button on the top of it? it sure does. You hit the top of it and it goes on mute. All right. Yeah. And I see there's four different modes that you can switch on the knob for like music, talking, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's just like the Blue Yeti where you've got like a condenser. I don't remember what the four types are, but it's basically like whether you're doing an interview and there's someone else in the room or whether it's just you, whether you, yeah, you want to do like music, just depending on what you want to record. It's pretty much though for recording at a desk like this, you set it and forget it. So that, that's what I did. What's interesting is I'm looking at it on Amazon that the USB port that it plugs into, it's like the old USB one. It's not upgraded to the new USB-C or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's almost... Most of these mics have not been upgraded to USB-C yet, but they probably will be eventually. Uh, USB is still pretty universal, but yeah, I wish it was USB-C because that's what my Mac is, but this, the microphone itself is not. Awesome. All right. And then I also see you have your AirPods in, so you use that. No, I don't actually use the AirPods for recording. When I record, I just use this mic because I don't need to hear anyone. The AirPods are just for when we're doing the podcast. And normally I wear a larger set of earphones when we do the uh, podcast. But for when I'm recording, no, all I use is the mic. I use a ring light, which is shining in my face right now. You can see the reflection of it a little bit. Yep. Down somewhere there in the background. And then also I use the Logitech C922, which is a great 1080p HD mini cam that sits right on top of, it's like a webcam that sits on top of my monitor. Now they do have a 4K one now, I think it's called Brio. I would probably recommend that if you're going to buy a new one, but this C922 is very low cost and you can see it is crisp, nice and crisp. Yeah, I that reminded me that I wasn't coming through as crisp, so I had to fix my... <laughs> DSLR camera, which is should, supposed to be better. <laughs> then for editing, I used a script, which we have talked about ad nauseum on this podcast because we love it. It's an it's a editor that uses a lot of AI. But the best thing about it is that it allows you to edit your video by editing the transcript. So you don't have to really use the timeline. In fact, it used to be that you'd pull the timeline up just to cut off the ends of the podcast or, or of your recording. Now you don't even need to do that. You just go into the transcript, delete the little dots that show that there's just an empty, no, no one Face. talking. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I love Descript and Descript, however you want to call it, Descript. And yep. I think it can replace Loom for me. I've just been lazy to cut the cord with Loom. So I'm still yeah. paying them 10 bucks a month. But because now they have the screen recording, where you can just publish it to the web. So anyone can go and see it just like Loom. Yes. Uh, so I could, and now I don't know when was the last time you used it, Chris, when you are done recording, you can quickly change your, like your camera to circular. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I used and... to do all these like tactics to yes. get it to a perfect circle. I don't even know why I'm obsessed. I feel like everyone's <laughs> obsessed with the circles. Yeah. Yeah. But it, cause it looks cool, but yeah, it does a lot of things like that. They've got templates in there now. So if you want to create social media 
snippets from your recordings, you can do that too. It really, it's one of those apps Canva in that it does so much more than what you're actually using it for. And if you really learned all of it, you could probably get rid of multiple apps in the process. Oh, yeah. But I'm in the same boat as you. I use it almost exclusively for editing and I keep asking myself, why don't I learn more of what this thing does? Because I could probably replace multiple other programs because I'm Absolutely. using this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. people pay and you and I tested a couple of platforms where you could create shorts, right? Tim does that. You just highlight a paragraph, copy yes. it to a new composition and change the orientation and you have your shorts. It has all these new AI templates like you were saying. So now the last one I recorded, I published it on 4th of January. And in that, I just said, summarize this and give me a, a description for a YouTube video. And it did and that. It already has the transcript. It can read the transcript. They have built in AI to read the transcript and give you a video YouTube video description. So wait, so Descript has built in the AI to give you that description? Oh, you're yep. gonna have to show me that because I haven't seen that. I still take I copy the script out of I actually export the transcript, put that into something like OpenAI to get my own description. So you're telling me I wouldn't have to leave the app. No, you've gone silent on me, Amit. He's got his finger up. He wants us to pause and wait while he gets his voice back. I will say the one thing that this Descript doesn't yet do in terms of recording or editing videos is the AI cannot search through and find your most important points for you and create those mini videos like some new AI yeah. video editors on the market. But I think that's coming. Am I back? Can you hear me? You're back. So what happened is when I opened up Descript, uh, took over my no, you audio, took, took over your, yeah. Descript, I was going to show you, but yeah, I don't know if the web app has it yet, but definitely uh, the desktop app has it. it just Because I just created a video for Jupiter, which was, someone said in a group, Descript yep. alternative. I was like, no, not on a lifetime deal. I doubt it. That's oh, what, yeah, I saw that just... too, and I was like, oh, hey, maybe that'd be worth getting. Even if it you... isn't there yet, it might be almost there, right? It might be 80% there. And from what you were saying, it's not even 80% there. It's, it's shit, 5%. No <laughs> shade on the founder, but yeah. whoever put it in the Facebook group wanted people to think that this was a Descript alternative. It's not. And the founder has never said that on the AppSumo page. Yeah. So here, you, uh, you can see my Descript screen, yeah? Yep. Okay. So here, if I, this is my transcript, actually. Jupiter View Apps Sumo. It's this one, V2. So this okay. is my entire video transcript. And what I can do here is go to Actions, Ask AI. And all I have to say is YouTube description, or I can say summarize. So oh, if I, I say love YouTube it. description and hit send, it's going to read my transcript and plop out a YouTube description so I don't have to now copy this transcript into ChatGPT. Here you go. You have your description. You, if you don't like it, you just say start over. I will use that for now. Hey, would you go back to that actions menu though for me? And right where you were, I just saw something that I just said that this couldn't do and I think it can. So go back to yeah, the Ask AI. Yeah. And then uh, keep, go down a little bit and keep going. Keep going. Find good find clips. good yeah. clips. Is that does that actually find 
good clips that you can pull from this? So Find I, options for clips. Let's see if this works. I haven't tried it, Chris, but all other softwares on the market are pretty much using OpenAI to do this. So I would mm -hmm. be, if Descript doesn't do it, that would be shocking. So if that feature is there, it's probably going to do the same thing all others are doing. Wow. I, I am so impressed with Descriptive because it seems like they come out with new updates almost every week. It's just like all the time they're coming out with new updates and there's, it's very useful updates. It's not like they're polishing the UI just a little bit and that's it. It is truly useful information that, that Descript uses. Yep. Yeah. Once it's done, so. I'll, I'll share the results with you. But yeah, I'm with you on Descript. So I'm glad we're using that. What else do you have on yep. your list? Then finally, after I've used Keynote for my presentations, Ecamm Live for recording, and Descript for editing, I upload it to Searchy, which is my platform of choice right now. Searchy is combined with Thrivecart and ConvertKit to create a selling machine for me. And once I've done that, I'm ready to go. Now, there are a lot of good platforms out there. Amit and I have liked Learn. Zendler. <laughs> it's, it doesn't take long for us to forget the name of it, does it? Yeah, we've liked New Zendler a lot, but it has its shortcomings. We've liked Teachable in the past, but it's now certainly got its shortcomings. Search is the one I'm using now. I also like Thrive Learn Plus, and we're going to find out next week what Amit uses. Now, I think what's going to be interesting to see next week when we get into what Amit uses is to see how close or far from what I use his tech stack is. And I think what we're going to find is there's quite a few differences. Which just goes to show you don't have to do this one way. There is not necessarily a perfect setup. It's whatever works for you. Uh, Amit, do you have an update for us there? Yeah. I'll recap and then you can right. close this out. What I heard is, I say I heard, I'm reading our notes. <laughs> Keynote and Canva. Uh, yep. But typically Keynote. I did want to ask you for Keynote. Do you go to Creative Market or uh, one of those places where you get pre-made Keynote presentations? No, I have created on? my own single template that I like and I use it every time. I figure why and reinvent the wheel. It works. It looks yep. good. I use the same template for everything. I have for years, awesome. honestly. And we have Ecamm that we are using right now for our podcast recording. You're using your HyperX Quadcast mic. And then you're also using your ring light and your Logitech C922 camera. And then yours and my favorite Descript for recording, editing, yes. transcribing, all included. And then for other softwares, you're using Thrivecart, Zendler, ConvertKit for emails, Searchy for your video library. And that just sums it all up. To yep, yep. tie Thrivecart searching everything together, are you with Pabli or Zapier? Uh, none of those. Actually, Thrivecart. Okay. It directly interfaces with ConvertKit and ConvertKit directly interfaces with Searchy. So as long as I use those three, they all interface together and I don't have to use any kind of mediator. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. You want to close okay. this out? You bet. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode of Course Wizards, would you rate, review, subscribe, and share this with someone else who might be looking for a good tech stack? Uh, meanwhile, we're going to be back next week. Ahmed is going to share his tech stack. And you're going to have to see which one you like better. Until next time, <laughs> what should they be doing, Amit? Keep creating. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.